Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2014's John Wick, directed by Chad Stahelski and starring Keanu Reeves. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, so we've been lamenting recently, you and I, about like the lack of sexuality in modern film. Yes. Um, but I took in David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. I have uh, two recently. Did you? Yes. Okay. Well, here it is, everybody. Uh, this is what's been missing. Um, and leave it up to Canada to make it happen. You could count on crony for, for this kind of stuff. You're Definitely. damn right. Exactly. The guy just never... And, and even at age 80, he's still making movies that are this erotic and this weird. Yeah. You know, um, like, he he is a master filmmaker, and uh, we... we he just keep him around. I hope he just keeps doing it because, you know, I, I want 20 more years of this guy because we, we even with all the output he's done and all the great movies he's made, I still want more of them. Yes. Um, but because it's just a really powerful imagination. And this movie that in which like people having surgery is sexually exciting is one of the weirdest things he's ever done yeah. in a whole career of weird shit. Yeah. It, it kind of tops Crash. <laughs> yes, it, it, it does. It does. In a way. I mean, you know, because this this feels like... Um, you know, like maybe, maybe Crash had more stakes to it as far as like, you know, you could yeah. more easily die in the car crashes. Yeah, or true. I don't even know, though. I mean, like surgery is pretty dangerous, too. So who knows? It is. It's very weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I've actually got Infinity Pool from his son. I've got how, how funny would it have been if we both had Crimes of the Future as our what have you been watching? So after this many episodes, I can't believe it hasn't happened at least once where we both said, oh, we actually watched the exact same film. Yeah. You know, I mean, like in the week leading up to the, Out of every movie out there, the odds are pretty low. Right. But I think with kind of our shared brain sometimes, it, it would happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's it's going to happen at some point. Okay, it will. Yeah. Um, I watched Okja, the Bong Joon-ho film from oh, a few yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. I, it's pretty good, guys. Um. It's about kind of, like Tilda Swinton, Swinton plays this kind of like Steve Jobs type person. Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it. And she's trying. It's like a global conglomerate, and she's going to solve world hunger. And the, the whole movie's kind of got this weird satire to it. Mm. Um, and they found they found these like super pigs, so they're going to raise them around the world and have a contest of which farmer raised the biggest pig and stuff. And it's going to be this whole thing, and the world's going to unite, and everyone's going to be happy. Of course, there's you know shit going on behind the scenes. Naturally, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. but we follow this girl, but uh, she's in like Thailand or Korea. I think it's South Korea, and she's raising one of these pigs with her grandpa. And you know, you have a pet and you have a bond with it. So it's like a third member of the family, of course. And you follow her trying to stop the company from doing what they're gonna do. Okay. And it's it's pretty exciting at parts. It's hilarious at parts. It's super heartfelt. You know. Um, it gets a little cheesy. Jake Gyllenhaal plays this kind of like crocodile hunter type guy, okay. like TV personality, and he's really goofy. Like, so the movie's got all these weird tonal shifts, but it works pretty well, and I liked it a lot. So, I think everyone should wa- give it a watch. Well, I mean, I've been I've been do- like watching a lot of Tilda Swinton's films lately, yeah. and um, I've just kind of like catching up the things I missed out on previously, but I haven't yeah. gotten to her more modern stuff yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this will be on the list. Yeah, she's good. Uh, it's it's kind of stacked. Like Paul Dano's in it. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Stephen Yoon's in it. it. It's it's pretty good, guys. Wow, yeah, yeah, definitely worth a watch. All right, so now let's talk about John Wick, Dave. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, yeah. So this is uh, uh, this film uh, features a plot that we're all very familiar with, in which uh, a man has something taken from him, and he has to now set things right uh, through vigilantism. 
the new element in this movie is that the man that the thugs messed with is a storied assassin who possesses superhuman strength and can also think four moves ahead uh, in most cases. So let's dive in. Yeah. Let's dodge some punches and bullets and everything. And we we need to also like establish that uh, this is a universe in which like men like John Wick exist and are kind of you know utilized and there's a, a an underworld that that caters to them. Yeah, and it's like an accepted part of society almost. Where yeah, like authorities kind of let turn that not only do they turn a blind eye to it, but they just like are like actively protecting um, their yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, the proliferation. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really something. Have, so, have you seen all the sequels? No, I haven't. Have you seen any of the sequels? I've seen two. Okay. So, I've seen all four of them. Okay. And I enjoy all of them. Yeah. The fourth one's actually really good, I think. But it's just basically, if you like the fighting, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, we'll try to stick to the first movie, folks. But yeah, yeah, like you said, the world building, it just gets crazier and crazier as the sequels go on. Well, and the the world building they do in this movie is done through like some pretty good exposition. It, it, yes, you know, um, I mean, just just talking about just just showing him like like getting his equipment together, and then over top of it, there's narration from Michael Nickvist, uh, you know, telling yeah. everybody about like John Wick's former exploits. This is what happened. This is what he did. Yes. This is why we're shitting our pants right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty effective way of, of doing it. You know, it's good. Yeah. Um. And then there's like little, like there's little bits of humor, you know, throughout it too. Like when he's fighting Miss Perkins and then like, like, uh, subdues her. And then Harry is in the hallway and is like, do I know you? Yes. And he's like, I, I think so. And then I he's like, do you want to watch? Like everyone's just so casual about right. everything. Right. Which is funny. Because everyone in that hotel is also an international yeah, assassin. Yeah, right. The whole hotel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that humor is kind of also what helps you buy the, re- the ridiculous nature of this thing. Like, yes. Because everyone just like, okay, this is the way things are and we accept it. Like, even the people who aren't in the world, like the cops and stuff, right. are like, you working again, John? Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they just buy it. Um, and then also, the, the and what keeps us, of course, glued to it is the, the I mean, Chad Stahelski was a former stuntman. Um, he was Keanu Reeves' stuntman yeah. in the Matrix franchise. Um, he was Brandon Lee's stuntman in The Crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, half the movie is actually uh, Chad Stahelski's, you know, like we're seeing him with, with Brandon Lee's face, you yeah. know, grafted on. Uh, and this guy knows action. This guy can stage action. And yeah. um, and j- just like kind of the, the, the best coach of any task when you can do it yourself and you can then you can really direct right. people, you know. He knows what looks good. Yes. He he know understands like how to make the moves realistic, but also tweak them to cater for the camera. Of course, yeah, to to make it look stylized right. but still be realistic. Cuz if you're there critiquing the technique, you'd be like, "Well, you wouldn't do that really if yeah. you're in a fight like like a judo fight. You wouldn't do that, but it looks awesome on the camera." So you <laughs> right. do it. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, he has a huge understanding of that. Yeah. The whole team, apparently Keanu trained like Eight hours a day for like three months. You can really tell, too. Yeah. And this is like not even the first time he's done that in his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we mentioned the Matrix already. I mean, like he's been like killing himself with workouts yeah. for the last, you know, 20 <laughs> something years in, in his whole adult life. And I mean, I just like and for, for him to be such a, a gentle, loving soul that we know of, like yeah. just America's son, yeah. you know, um, and like 
who everyone universally loves off camera and and just thinks yeah. of as this um, you know amazing like almost elder statesman now like because he, he, he <laughs> it's not just that he does this on on camera yeah, man. he could do this in real life we've seen him do it he's like he's like a real life master yoda man he is a dangerous fucking guy yeah you know i mean like he's he, peaceful but he can take you out he's a miyagi i know exactly man, yeah like, yeah, he's like awesome. The the baddest man on the planet, <laughs> but he you'd never exactly. know it. You know, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, we could go on a tangent on Keanu forever. <laughs> of but, course. Um, why don't we get into the movie? I imagine a lot of people have probably seen this because it was a huge hit. Yeah, and it spawned a franchise, obviously. Um, and I think the movie is awesome because yeah, it's a new Keanu Reeves action vehicle. It, it's so unique. It was like a new way of doing it. I, guess. I know. Different. It's it's got more like hand to hand, like <laughs> yes. like cho- like techniques like choking and throwing and grappling and stuff. The, the mixed throwing in. is yeah. is like as a real like kind of well, a new yeah like wrinkle. judo yeah. is I mean, a big yeah. influence right yeah exactly. There, there's a couple moves in here where it's like even they incorporate even like pro wrestling moves into some of it. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. There's like just uh, like shoulder tosses. And yes. Everything. Oh man, there, there's there's a couple of like like actual Ricky Steamboat level hip toss yeah. like like uh, arm drags. <laughs> Um, you know, where, where I'm just like, Oh, that was really fluid, you yep. know? Yep. Dude. And, uh, in, in one move where he, he's in this fight and he, he almost like rides a guy to the ground while using him as a human shield. Uh-huh. Um, and he, he does a, like a commando roll over the guy's back into what looks like he's going to execute a tornado DDT. Yeah. And instead <laughs> he just like rides the guy's body to safety while shooting another man. Yeah. Uh, pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, dude, I know <laughs> it's it's badass. You yeah, know, Steamboat doesn't do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but we'll get into some of the fights when we get there, I guess. But uh, like the movie starts off, it's very quiet. Actually, it's yeah. very slow paced at the beginning. I mean, it moves at a clip. Like right. you're into it real quick, but like it's just a quiet peaceful existence that this man has now it's meditative and, yeah. and he he just goes about his day mm-hmm. um as a very ordinary private citizen yeah right so the movie starts with like a quick flash forward yep. i guess of the end of the movie you know he's he falls out of his beat up car like bleeding to death right looks at a video of his wife and him on his phone and kind of like falls over and then it, it fades back to you know the beginning of the story right and uh, the video uh, obviously is uh, is of his wife, um, who's played by Bridget Moynihan, uh-huh. and um, she has recently succumbed to an illness of some kind. Right, and uh, he's been left now all alone. Yep, and he's been mourning her loss for a little while, and uh, we we get um, the we get her funeral and uh, the aftermath of it. After the funeral and after the wake and everything. He he gets a package delivered, and it's a it's mm-hmm. a uh, a puppy, yep, a, a beagle puppy in in a kennel, and um like there's a note from his wife from Bridget Moynihan saying you know you know this is a gift for me to to essentially to remember her by, um so I and right. he's very overcome with emotion because this 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 him getting this puppy represents you know his wife is still around and in some ways this is the final act of love she's ever done yes or ever will do yep. you know. For him. Yeah, this dog means a lot to him. Right. You yeah. know who it doesn't mean a lot to? <laughs> Yosef. <sighs> My God. My God. And enter Yosef. Um, Played by Alfie Allen. You know what, man? Um, prominent gangsters have to start being better fathers. 
I mean, it just right. has to Come fucking on, happen. Man. These these uh, like these fucking children men. <sighs> and I said prominent gangsters. What I really mean, obviously, that was coded language, everybody. Billionaires, <laughs> like men with money. <laughs> need to be better. They okay, need to yeah. raise their children properly, not leave it up to nannies and governesses. Like, instill values in them so that we don't get Yosefs or Kirills yeah. or, uh, you know, yeah. whoever, whoever, Chet Hanks, you know, they're, they're the kind of people who are out there right now running wild. Yep, you don't get Johnnies. Ex- you know? Yes, exactly. Uh, and none of this We've anymore. We've done so many of these, like, Man, child, spoiled brat, gangster guys. I mean, yeah, it's just on the it, show lately. It's a universe of fail sons. Yeah. We we went from dudes on incest to dudes on on whatever the hell this <laughs> yeah. is. That's like you know, I mean, Jesus, I it, it's I'll just as off putting. I'll yes, take it. it. it is. I'm You're glad right. we can move away from that. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> these these like unplanned trends are kind of shocking sometimes. <laughs> they are, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? We were talking about dog movies off air uh-huh. last week. Yeah. Why we don't do them and haven't done any. And I didn't even think this is kind of a dog movie. You know what? Let's you just know? let's yeah. just talk about. Let's get yeah. into it because I have I have some shit I got to get off my chest okay. here with 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 so everybody dogs. out there. Get warned. Exa- like bad yes. things happen to this dog. Yes, exactly. Trigger warning. Yeah. It's animal. Death, you don't you know? really see it happen, but it, it's a quick cut, and you see a body. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I've I've true animals should not be used this way in film and television. I I I've had it. It's cheap. I mean, yeah. it's just like the the way animals' death. I mean, particularly that of like common like house pets is used as like a plot device, even in movies I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I saw Smile last year. Uh, oh, my, my wife and I exchanged a look when we saw the cat come on. Stage. We were just like, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, you know, no. Because, you know, some horrific shit's yeah, about to go gotta down. Still got to check it out. So I'll be I'll be ready. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you know what? Re- recently, uh, one one really awesome aspect of Get Out was um, like in the beginning of the movie, you see Daniel Kaluuya with his dog. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, that dog is doing just great. Yeah. You know, Lil Rel yeah, is yeah, uh, yeah, is babysitting yeah. him and and he's he's happy, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, congrats, <laughs> you know, Jordan Peele is a great filmmaker and um and he's also like obviously a real humanitarian because he knew that if you have a dog on camera, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to die a horrific right, death. Right, yeah, that's true. Uh, there's, there's there's one way to really get people mad at someone kill a kill a dog it is i mean that's why it's used because it's so easy to manipulate the audience that's true and in movies specifically like like that have this plot of you know the 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 white man on a rampage yeah story um yeah it's it's a it's a little cheap like yeah. you said <laughs> but yeah, you kidnap his daughter i don't give a fuck I mean, she can stay taken. I, I, you I, kill I, my dog. <laughs> John Wick's breaking the cement and coming for you. Yes, exactly. I will pay him a golden coin isn't to that, kill you. I know. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Too right. that, that, like you know, <laughs> like as an audience, your reaction is 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 much more visceral to like something that 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 really can't defend itself truly. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and it's a puppy. Yeah, he's it, had, oh god. The the the, the dog the is about 6 with months his wife, old. Like it's just piled on exactly. like Yes. So you very easily understand his motivation here. Of course. Very easily. Right. But yeah, we first meet Yosef, like John Wick is going to get dog food for the dog the next day and he's in his fucking Mustang or whatever he's driving. Yeah, it's a Mustang. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 69. Yes. Dude. And Yosef pulls up with his crew and his like whatever car he's driving, right. blasting music and shit. 
And he comes out and he's like, hey, that's an awesome car, man. Starts talking to John Wick. John Wick's a man of little words. So he's kind of just like, thank you <laughs> yes. and stuff like that. Um, and he asks him how much for it. And John Wick is kind of a little upset. You think that he – like, how dare you ask me that? Like, yeah. He kinda, he's like, it's not for sale. And then he reaches into the car and he's like, oh, I love puppies. And he scratches his head. And, and then in Russian he says, everything has a price, bitch. And – we don't know at this point, but John Wick is very skilled in many things, and he responds in Russian, "Not this bitch," and that sets off Yosef. Yeah, it's great. Yosef is shocked yeah. that, that this everyday Joe speaks his language. Yes, um, and this nobody. Yes, yes. I, I think what bothers me most about about men like him is is the the amount of privilege, obviously, that they they think that they're entitled to. Yeah. Um, like everything is theirs for the taking. Right. They, they, they're just, whatever is yours is going to be theirs in about five seconds, whether they give you money for it or they just take it from you. Yeah. Um, He's decided I want this car. Exactly. And that, that he would, that he would feel like, I guess, empowered enough to do this to a man. Like if he just saw Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is a pretty big dude, mm-hmm. you know? And he just like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I, it doesn't matter what the size of this man is or his toughness or whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have the backing of the, apparently the entire Russian mafia and I have limitless, a limitless budget, you yeah. know, to, to get whatever I want in life. Um, I can just take things. Yeah. Uh, I'm entitled to that. Yeah. He even says to John Leguizamo, he's like, we own you at one point. <sighs> and John Leguizamo comes back to him. He's like, you don't fucking own me. I work with your dad. I, I love that <laughs> moment. John Lee he was stands up to this exact, little shit. Ex- I, it was it was so refreshing to yeah. see because usually in 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 this kind of scenario in a movie like the 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 little shit bag you know kind of runs roughshod over everybody yeah, right and like the peasants cower at, at, at when he when he comes yeah, near right no john leguizamo doesn't take him i mean i mean just, just fall on clocks him. he knows this guy's a fucking buffoon exactly and and he's he's right right there in front of his guards he, he just he just like full-on you know hits him he hits him yeah because the the night before they show up yosef and his two buddies and they steal the car from john wick's home and this is when they kill the dog. Yes. John Wick, I guess his superpowers are slumbering at this point because he doesn't fight back. I, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. Um, it's a, it's kind of a massive hole in the plot. It is. Um, the, the, <laughs> yes. Uh, they, they were laying dormant for for at least one evening. Yeah, right. Um, his, his incredible power. Because three <laughs> guys invade his home with carrying pipes, and he is somehow very easily subdued. Yeah. Three of the softest <laughs> buttholes ever. Yeah, dude. No shit. I know. I know. <laughs> I feel like Victor might be able to hold his own a little bit. He's the one who's kind of put together, you know? Okay. So, takes oh, him out in the bathroom later, but... I've only seen this movie twice. Okay. Um, so, so one of the home invaders is Daniel Bernhardt's character. I think the, so. Okay. I think it's him and his two buddies. Okay, because yeah. that guy's a bad dude. Yeah. Like, um, and in, like, he, he's also done a lot of stunt work, uh, and... He was in the Bloodsport sequels. Really? He took over for Van Damme. Oh. Um, he was the star of it. Okay. Um, he doesn't play Frank Dukes, but it's it's like the, he takes over the like the starring role for like the next three sequels. Okay. Um, but yeah, th- th- this guy and and in the fights he has with with Keanu Reeves, it's really uh, okay, man, really entertaining stuff. Daniel Bernhardt's not one of his friends. He's like kind of in charge of Yosef, I think later. Yes. At, like the Red yeah, Circle okay. Club. Okay. I'm glad to but hear that. But Victor's like his young friend who's always in the nice suit. Yes. And he's kind of. 
level-headed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's the one who kind of pulls <laughs> Yosef back from the initial like meeting with. Yeah, with, he's uh, like, John let's Wick. not fucking do this. Yes. He like pulls him back. That's yeah. right. So he's the one that kills the dog. Yeah. Right. Fuck that guy. Yes, because because he like. Uh, Yosef tells him, hey, shut that dog up. So, like, the, the way he does it, of course, is he yeah. just, just beats him to death with a pipe. Yeah. And we at this point, we don't know anything about John Wick, really. We know he's involved in violence because of the intro to the movie. But, right, like, right. Um, we don't know th- what's going on. He speaks Russian, surprisingly. Yeah. He's doing stunt driving, surprisingly. <laughs> like, when he's letting <laughs> yeah, out he's his anger. Stunt driving. He's letting out his anger, and he's doing this stunt driving, <laughs> right, you know. Right, Um. So we're like, man, this guy's got secret talents we don't know about and he was let into onto like the tarmac yeah. of the lo- of like uh i guess laguardia he just looked at the security guard and he was right. like oh right away sir the, the tsa ahead. let him yeah. through the gate and <laughs> to go do donuts on the you know right yeah I, I, all right you yeah. know so we know there's something going on yeah and then we see john leguizamo like we've said he's mad because yosef has brought this car and he's like i want this this is my car. I need new plates. I need a new VIN. Everything. Yep. And uh, John Leguizamo is like, you don't know. He's like, you don't know who you're dealing with, right? <laughs> like, he's he's shocked that this fucking idiot. Yeah. Did this to John Wick. How does this kid not know who John Wick is? Like, that's, that's insane. I know. I know. Like, is all. It sounds like all this happened four years ago. Right. But the way this 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 guy Yosef, he's probably like what twenty. Maybe twenty two. Yeah, right, right. He would know about John Wick. He would have to know. I mean, j- just from like everyday gangster stuff, yeah. like he would have been. It would have been talked about. You know, hey, there was this one dude who blob who did this and this and this. Yeah. Um. But I guess like the and the, I guess that's the way he would have found out about it. But if that didn't happen, his father definitely didn't tell him anything about it. Right. Yeah. Because like these fathers who have these sons don't. Yeah. Impart wisdom. Like the story the, you it feels like this happened like 15, 20 years ago. Mm. But really in the story they say it was like only four years ago. Yeah, it was ago. pretty recently. So like that doesn't add up. Right. But whatever. This kid sucks anyway. So oh, he yeah. probably just ignored everything and and just paid for whatever he was doing, you know. Yeah, like, of course. And and I like yeah, and and he's not a uh Yosef is not exactly a three-dimensional character either so it's it's hard to know what his like motivations are I mean he's he is a type obviously um, he's trying to impress his father like all yeah. these characters are yeah um but yeah he's he's an idiot and they're bullied by their father you right know? yeah um it, it, where whereas the, the the only thing that keeps them alive is that they are their father's son <laughs> that's true <you> know? <laughs> that's the only reason right for real um so John Leguizamo punches him because he's like, he's like, he's like, did you kill the guy you stole it from? And he says, no, but we fucked up his dog. <laughs> and John Leguizamo was like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, you fucked up his dog. That's hilarious. And then he punches him, you know, because <laughs> he knows the stakes now. John Wick's not dead, but his dog is dead and his wife is dead. So now we're all dead. Basically, like, I mean, John Leguizamo. Yeah, he, he's just like he's processing it in his head. Like, like what? What is what could possibly be going on with John Wick right now, whose dog was just killed by this little fucking, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. He he's going to he's going to just like set fire to the whole borough. I mean, yeah. we're, we're all we're all going down. Yep. You know, um, and and this kid like obviously he did what he did, 
and that that he would say to essentially just someone who I mean just us like it's the arrogance of people who just assume that that you think exactly the way they do. Yeah. And right. I fucked up his dog. Like I would find that funny. Yeah. You right. know, like telling like like a racist joke to yeah, someone. Exactly. Like, so your yes. dad says something racist. You're like dad. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Right, Come right. On. Come on, be better. You know, <laughs> not not only be better, but yeah. fuck it, Jesus, get educated. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. And and like something like this, where it's like, oh, you just assumed that I I like sanction animal cruelty. Well, fuck you, you little. I, I mean, right. uh, I don't care whose dog it was. Absolutely. Why did you have to kill their dog? I know. Man? What's wrong with you? You fucking psychopath. Just, or just like put it in the basement or something. Like lock it in a closet. I know. You know, there, there was somewhere a it's not million things you could have done. Attention. Yes. Yeah. Right. Instead, I mean, Jesus Christ. You, I mean, like, the, and it, it's. I mean, imagine if your kid was fucking Ted Bundy. You know, God, it, it, that's like what you got. On and on about this because we feel so strong about this. Folks, because man. yes, exactly. And it's just I, I, <laughs> I know it, it's. I feel strong about it in the movie, of course, for because I just you know like Alfie Allen obviously expertly plays Yosef. Oh I man, mean, like, it's a he's, fantastic performance. He's great. This little shit nose performance, yeah, dude. Oh. Exactly. But in general, too, I mean, like <laughs> the Humane Society is always on hand for you know uh, when films are being made to yeah. ensure that animals are not harmed. But still, we we still in movies for whatever reason. Every time an animal is there, mm-hmm. we have to harm them theatrically, oh, and it sucks. Man, it yeah. does. Um, so Vigo, who's Joseph's father, he's like the head of the mo- the mob family right. in this town. Yep. Uh, he calls John Leguizamo. He's like, I heard you struck my son. Why? You know. And he goes, <laughs> Well, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And you can Vigo's face kind of just drops, and he goes, "Oh," and hangs up the phone. That was yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is like this is one of those little bits of humor that I was talking about. This is how we buy this actually, because yeah. of how real everyone believes this stuff is, and how dangerous they know John Wick really is. Like just this sentence says everything, and now we as an audience are like, "All right, he is fucking crazy and badass." And him just saying the word O and a period and hanging up the phone, yeah. like, that's world building in itself. So much, yeah. I mean, you, you can see that this guy, I mean, like, we, we already know what the Russian mafia is all about and, and their the, the breadth of their power. Um, and that he is scared uh, just from, like, John Leguizamo telling him just this one thing. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, everybody's shitting their pants, you know. I, yeah. Yeah, really, really cool. Fucking awesome. <laughs> So this, he tells his son the story. He punches Yosef in the stomach because he's an idiot. <laughs> and this is where he's giving the exposition to us. He's telling it to his son, but yeah. it's for the audience. You right, know? right. And this is a montage of John Wick, you know, getting his Rambo gear on, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> he buried it under his house, under like, I don't know. Cement. Yeah, like three feet of cement. And so he has to like, you know, kind of. He doesn't use a jackhammer. He 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 uses like a. Uh, it's a sledge. I man. know. He uses a sledgehammer to like manually do this to dig up this this you know attaché case that's that's full of weaponry <laughs> and these mysterious gold coins that that I guess like get you into various venues and provi- and you know purchase services in the criminal uh, right. assassin it's, it's underworld. It's the secret currency they use. Yes. Yeah. Like um, he, yeah, he uses it to pay for like the cleanup crew yeah. when the next assault happens on his house and to, to get in the hotel. Yes. He gives one to Harry, like, hey, watch this bitch for me. Here's a gold <laughs> coin. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and they're arranged like a like a backgammon set. Yes, it you looks know? like a, a 
a stack of poker chips you yeah. buy at Walmart yeah. almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I love too when uh, when Yosef gets gets punched in the stomach. It was a very realistic moment where he throws up. Yeah. Because, yeah. cause like, you don't see that enough in... Well, you don't really see that at all, really. But right. if, if you punch somebody in the stomach really hard, you know, in real life, yeah. that might upset them. It, you know, like, you just, you just like, might retch. Chug that glass of whiskey or whatever, too. Right. And then Ugh. punched right in the gut, and it comes right back out. Ugh. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's gross. And his dad yells, clean that up, and yeah. throws a towel at him. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. I yes, like it. I know. <laughs> um, so, now... He calls John Wick and is like, "Hey, let's uh, let's not be like uncivilized and go to our baser instincts." And John Wick just hangs up the phone and he's like, "All right, now, nah, yeah, we're fucked. Nah, this is fucked. We're fucked now." I love <laughs> like like I know, dude. It's so oh, man. Uh, and and Dean Winters plays like yes, uh, Mr. Like, Agent Mayhem himself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I I not, like I, I love when 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 he's listening to to uh, uh Vigo's phone conversation and then he goes, "What did he say?" And Vigo goes, "Enough." Yeah, and. Like John Wick didn't say a word through the right. entire conversation. Nope. He said, and he said, he said enough. I mean, like his <laughs> silence on the other end. It's like again. I mean, it's it's more world building, and it's just letting everyone know that okay, we are really in for something. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? These is, people you know, are so terrified. Yeah. These people don't get scared. The head yeah. of the, uh, this mafia family. Like, right. They fear nothing. Right. Except the boogeyman, I guess, the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga, um, yeah. and it turns out he's the the man you call when you want to kill the boogeyman. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you know, it's it's a Joseph has this Joseph has this moment where he um he like he hears everything that 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 uh, you know Vigo talks about with John, John Wick, and then he decides, well, maybe this is the time for me to make my bones. He's like, you know, okay, well then I'll yeah, finish the job exactly. You know, and and I'll I'll gain respect of the entire of the entire world That's because the you only know, part of Joseph that I'm like, okay. This guy's not a complete piece of shit. He's right. gonna kind of try to step up and handle things appropriately. It's kind of an intelligent thing, but it's just thing. too much for him to handle, guaranteed, of no matter what. Right. So, because I mean, if he if he really was like worth a damn, he would you know like say what he said, and then he would like mobilize his guys and be like, okay, here's what we're gonna do, and he would come up with a good plan, and it, it would like he would attack like kind of be tactical about it yeah he wouldn't go into the the <laughs> into a hot tub <laughs> in, at the bottom of the red circle dance club yeah uh but you know this is what this he's is what, in the playboy grotto man oh god this is what <laughs> fail sons like to do in their easy time everybody um yeah so uh i think it's i think it's it's 12 to 14 guys like a, a hit squad mm-hmm. descend on john wick's house yeah and they're all, you know, dressed in this tactical black gear. John Wick is uh, freshly scrubbed. He's yeah. slicked his hair back. He's wearing a, a really smart gray suit. Very nice. He's got a nice watch on. Oh, like, man, yeah. But this yeah. movie is sexy, by yeah, the way. It is. Like, it's, it's pretty sexy. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone looks great. The camera the loves clothing. Keanu Reeves. I mean, obviously. Yeah. You like, know. there's secret nightclubs you can get into. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. It's, it's a cool place. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's nice actually. cars. Like, everything's sexy about this movie. And and they they really know the um the, the the use of of when to use color and when not to yeah you know like the the funeral is very like uh the color is so muted yeah you know very blue and gray yes yeah um and then when you get into the red circle it's just like this this you know amazing uh you know uh well it's a kaleidoscope of a whole bunch of you know it's different awesome. yeah really yeah. cool and stuff 
we'll get there, I guess. But the music in that sequence like really suits it. Yes, that, like it kind does. of dubstep music. That's yeah. Going on. Oh man. And yeah. the lights are flashing yeah. and the cameras swinging around and yeah, it's really awesome. Right. But yeah, they they come and assault his house and John Wick just starts taking them out like <sighs> methodically. <laughs> The, the, like the fighting, we've talked about how it's this kind of new brand of fighting that came out at this time. Yeah. Like, we've seen gun fu, we've seen tons of martial arts, we've seen everything popping up, but the way they combine like the gunplay with the judo techniques and stuff, it's something unique. It's a lot of just like grappling and like holding down a guy while also taking someone else out with a gun at the same time. And then, like, spinning around and then killing the guy you're holding down and then doing it all again. It's really cool. I mean, like, at one point he does, like, fall backwards and put a guy in almost like a submission hold uh-huh. with his arm. Yeah, he's in an arm bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he twists the arm and then he, like, puts his gun behind him to kill someone else who's coming, who's approaching from behind. And all of this also is going, is, like, usually with single takes. Like, extended, long yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... As we Not know, a with, lot of up closes or anything, right? And with filmmaking, I mean, like obviously, you know, you have to do more than one take of, of something just just to get coverage. And like the the idea that you had to do all this and stage all. I mean, every time I, I kind of bring this up, like almost every episode we do, when there's an, ex, a, an extensive take or just like a a really complicated setup. Yeah, you know, like the idea of doing multiple takes. It's kind of like to me, just like oh my god, I I, I think of the stress of having to 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 do this again. Um, yeah. you know, something that was this difficult, but like, um, it, it's, it's just, it has to be talked about. It has to be acknowledged that, I mean, like as, as awesome as the, the stuff that we're watching, as awesome as it is, it might've, you know, they might not have got it. If, if one wrong move, they got to redo the whole thing. Right. You know? Yeah. And that got me thinking of another point I was going to make. Like there's CGI blood and yeah. stuff because I, if you've watched any behind the scenes on this, you'll see them doing takes. There's no blood when guns are going off. Yep. They're in these white sets and stuff. Like, imagine resetting that every time. Yes. Like squibs. Like, yes. Yeah, it would take forever. Yes. And I think the bl- CGI blood looks pretty good in this. Mm. You can kind of tell sometimes. There's a couple of them that like, are, th- yeah. A the, the, couple the, bad ones. Right, but right. overall, I think it's pretty solid. It wasn't It wasn't as distracting or, un, you know, irritating it, to me as it usually It's not like is. an Expendables where it's just like cartoon. It's... Yeah, I I don't I don't know what color red that is in the Expendables. Like like, did they just invent that color for? for I think they clicked I mean, to like the default red in Microsoft Paint, and it, that was like it. I know, yeah. like like I don't know what they think this <laughs> like. It, it's almost like the Dr Pepper bottle. You're just yeah, like, what? Right. That's not what blood looks like. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! I, all, all these foreign infidels, though. <sighs> that's what their blood looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. what Sly thinks. Exactly, I know. <laughs> But no, in this movie, I think it looks pretty solid. Like, yeah. there's a few CGI moments where, like, maybe a car looks a little CGI, right. or like there's a, a puppet Keanu for a second, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But like overall, I think it's pretty solid. Yes. Yeah. And and they use enough natural natural like um, effects too oh, to yeah. kind of balance it out. It's not like they're using CGI for everything. You oh know? yeah, like the cars chases are real. Like. I think the the glasses, the glass breaking, all that—that's all yeah. real stuff. And and half the time, Keanu is actually driving the car. He is. Um, it's and you can. You I can think just in like, almost every scene, it's him doing everything. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's firing the gun while he's while he's you know like doing these ama- this amazing driving. Yeah, like at the at the end, there's he does like this kind of like ninety degree skid into yeah. the camera, and like then it just like. Does like a push in on his face, like through the window. Like that's Keanu, like uh, doing that. I know. Like if he fucks up, like he's gonna run right into the camera crew. You know, like, 
He's a, he's a legend. I know, man. <laughs> yeah, the, Keanu. He's he's just an absolute treasure. You know, <laughs> dude. Um, so he takes these dudes out, and then he goes to the hotel, right? The Continental. I um, mean, we meet Lance Reddick. Rest in peace, everybody, oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. It, I mean, he's done lots of cool stuff, but, like, John Wick, I think, is kind of his his legacy now. Like, he's been in all the movies. Chad Stahelski must be a huge fan of, like, HBO original programming. Yeah. Because you had Dean Winters from Oz. Then you had Lance Reddick from The Wire. Yep. Later, you have Clark Peters from The Wire. Yep. It was just like, oh, man, you know, I, I, all my favorite stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can't get much better than yep. that. Um, so he checks into the hotel. He meets Miss Perkins, and now Vigo has put like a two million dollar contract on John Wick. Cause right, we got to take him out. And I guess this is how the world works. There's contracts, and like anyone can kind of accept this contract. I was aware of like the whole idea of contracts before I saw John Wick, yeah. but I didn't really understand what it meant to. I knew that like when you put a contract out on somebody, that meant that it was like okay, they're they're marked for death. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was like open season for every hitman on the world. I guess there's like open and exclusive yes. contracts. Because I think he goes to Will- Willem Dafoe. Yeah, to be like, hey, do you want this? Yes, and you know, and that's the yeah. scene like. That, that really uh, tied it all together for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's what a, a, a contract versus an exclusive contract yeah, is. Right. Okay, are you hiring me or are you hiring the world? And, you know, he assures him, oh, no, this is your job. Right. You know? But then he doubles up for Miss Perkins to yeah. take, take him out, too. Just By breaking the rules, you're not supposed to fight on continental ground at the hotel. You can't take care of business. I love that particular, you know, like regulation that, that, that everyone is supposed to abide by. I love it too. It's like the safe haven. Yeah. You know, you're not allowed to fight. Like at the end of the sequel, like when they near the very end, they fall like through the window into the hotel. Okay. Like, and they, they're not supposed to kill each other. And I'll spoil the end of the second (laughs) one. Everybody, John Wick doesn't give a fuck and kills the guy. (laughs) It's awesome. But, (laughs) but yeah, you're like, Oh wait, they're in the hotel now. What's going to happen now? Right, right. Because um, you can't fight in there. And, you know, it's it, John John Wick, uh, he has the meeting with Ian McShane, who, who is, the I guess, the proprietor of the continent. Yeah, he's like the owner, yeah. operator, everything. Um, Lance Reddick is the concierge uh, slash manager. And, you know, as we'll see in the sequels, he has a bigger role after yes. that. Um, but um, he, uh, John Wick... Um, has to like go and 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 find uh, Yosef, and he ventures to the Red Circle. Yeah, uh, this nightclub, right? Yep. And like Vigo has, he he knows that that like he put the so he put the contract out on John Wick. He also knows that John is coming for for Yosef. Uh, yeah. So he has like positioned his his like the whole strength of the Russian mafia. They're, they're also like uh, treating it almost like a paramilitary operation. Oh um, yeah. Like a CIA. Uh, and this Black is where, Ops. like Daniel Bernhardt's really present here. He's like running the whole operation. Yes. You know, like we have to protect this little shit bag. Yes. He even steals the like champagne bottle from Yosef. It pisses <laughs> yes. him off. Yes. And then he does like a fucking Anakin Skywalker. He's like, I want another bottle. <laughs> And he makes his friend go get it. Yeah, exactly. I know. What an asshole. I know. The guy, uh, he he's look, it, it it's whenever whenever um whenever actors take this kind of role, I'm always impressed by it because like most actors actually don't want to be like he, 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 they don't want to be regarded this way. They'll play a villain, but they won't play a little shit. So like yeah. for Alfie Alfie Allen to do this, I mean like, you know, it it's it takes guts. I don't know why people are like maybe that's an old time thing where people just didn't want to not look cool and stuff. Pretty much. Usually these are the best performances you get. I know. 
Like, um, why would people not do this? Come on, people. I, I guess because, like, it's it's about, like, being portrayed as someone who's, like, totally unsympathetic. Like, they, they think that it's going to, like, affect them personally. Yeah, like, has Tom Cruise ever played something like this? No. He hasn't. No. He's played shit, but... Yeah. They're he's always played, really he's cool. Played villains, yeah, yeah, cool villains. Yeah. Um, but he would never play someone who was like not too swift. You yeah. Know? Right. Um, it just I, I don't know. It like I remember hearing about like when they were when they were casting MASH back in the seventies, mm-hmm. it was really hard to find someone to play Frank Burns. And Larry Linville, he he did it because, you know, he just he said, I, I based this character on every idiot I've ever known. Um because but like they only it took them a long time to find him because yeah. nobody wanted to like be this person who was this terrible you know yeah. yeah yeah i don't know right get over it everybody <laughs> but i think this secret they attack john wick just goes into the red circle club he sneaks in the back way because he knows the guy working the door and pulls a gun on him right and he's like hey why don't you take the night off and he's like thank you sir because <laughs> he knows i could have just been dead right now and the, john wick let me survive speaking of uh, the, and the, <laughs> i know it's just like and i, I wondered when, when i when i saw because you you see him guarding the door when when uh like Yosef's guys go in there yeah and I'm like thinking okay is Kevin Nash gonna be part of this plot here? I know right you know? And, exactly <laughs> and I'm like okay so he's probably gonna have this amazing ultra fight with John Wick and right. that doesn't happen and I and wish. I, I and it's it's a cool thing because it, it definitely subverts your expectations um instead yeah he he's John Wick just puts a gun to his head and says uh you know like. Yeah, I'm going in here. Get out of here. Find Scott Hall and go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He told the outsiders where to go, dude. (laughs) Wrestling again, Dave. It keeps coming up. It will never stop. It will never stop. Just like John Wick. It will not quit. Um, But this whole fight at the Red Circle, I think this is where the movie really comes into its own. Like, this is where you see more of that fighting, like, escalated. Like, you see it at his house. I know. And that's, like, your first taste, but... In this public setting, in this nightclub, with the whole presentation of it, like it, it really like solidifies what John Wick is. It's spectacular. Yes, I it's mean, a fantastic sequence. I mean, just so impressively staged. And I mean, you like you don't want it to end. I mean, so often action sequences can bore you. Mm-hmm. You know, this doesn't. I mean, this is just like you you. You feel like you're having a heart attack throughout the entire thing yeah. because it, it's, the stress level is so high and, yeah. and it's so dangerous and the bullets are flying and, you know, it's one dude and, like, he believably... Um, <laughs> he like, takes out all these he's guys. He's a human scythe. I mean, he just, like... yeah, He it, cuts down dozens of these guys. I don't know how many people he kills in this movie, but, like, it's a staggering number, whatever he it is. He must kill 50 people at, at least. least. At He might kill 50 people in the Red Circle. <laughs> he might. You know? It's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> it's it's really, like, and this is where you get a lot of the balletic, you know, obviously stunt work. Yeah. You know, um, th- it's a mix of, of judo and uh, jujitsu and, like, apparently there, there's a, a Russian uh, martial art that's mixed in there as well. Yeah. Um, and like just every kind of fighting style there, there, there's a, there's, there's elements of pro wrestling again in this. I mean, just, just the, the, yeah. uh, the off of, yeah. off of like, a, like a balcony. A, he like body presses him over the yes. fucking edge. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was, it was a gorilla press slam. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, <laughs> and, and that was Daniel, uh, Bernhardt yes, who throws him over the edge. Right. And a thing I noticed in John Wick movies is he falls very far quite often. Yeah. And is fine. And, and like, I, I mean, it's part of his superhuman abilities, of course. And, I know. And, and like, man, when he falls, when he takes this 
takes this bump as we as we like to say um he it's it's a real like it's a nice it, spot yes exactly i i, I love the f- <laughs> it, it goes like it's it's just like it really it's not sounds like dramatic. Like, it looks realistic. Like just this lump yeah. hits the ground, and, and it's it's a real like yeah, like a heavy. He doesn't sack. bounce or roll either. No. He just like splat. It's a it's a real lifelike just, yeah. you know, like and and it's <laughs> like and you just you feel it kind of like Ooh, just, yeah. oh my god. Imagine like now you got a broken clavicle. And you I, know? the camera just fall. It's not a it's a, not a broken shot at all. It no. comes from the top to the bottom. I'm sure it's you know computerized to make sure. it real and stuff. But I mean it it is not uh, like cut and show like a close-up of a slam or anything like that it is just non-stop wham yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and you think oh man john Wick's dead now <laughs> no he gets up and is just going <laughs> yeah. like part four has a big fall in it in uh-huh. a nightclub okay and it, the same thing happens <laughs> and you're like dude how is he alive i know i know part four is basically you said that this fight doesn't get exhausting. Right. It's basically take these fights to the point of exhaustion. Okay. It's part four. It's three hours long, and it's basically all fight scenes. 30-minute fight sequences. <laughs> Holy shit. It's crazy. Holy shit. I mean, like, <laughs> could the human body withstand that exactly. many punches, you know? Right. Can it? John Wick can, apparently. It's, yeah. And, you know, like, like the, the weird thing about... Like just the idea of John Wick is is it's it's amazing that uh, uh, Vigo doesn't recognize John Wick's ability in one of his own guys. Like like Daniel Bernhardt's character is essentially another version of John yeah, Wick. I mean like right. their hand to hand fight is both of them that happen. Um, like is like. I don't know. It, it's 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 not an inconsistency or anything. Like yeah. just something I noticed on this viewing was like, oh man, this guy's really like like uh, the equal of John Wick when it comes to just regular fighting. Do you know you what know? Um, his character's name is in the movie? It's Kirill. Holy <laughs> Speaking shit. of shitbag sons, uh, man. Holy shit! Wow. You're okay. Jeez. I man, that call that's, him back. That that's that's too much for He's me. To, Eastern for... promising him everywhere. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh my God! His name's Carol. Excellent. <laughs> but um, th- that's the end of the sequence. Like Yosef escapes, you know. Yeah. And he calls Victor's cell phone. Like, hey man, where you at, bro? Let's go. And John Wick has his phone because he murdered him in a sink uh, for killing his dog. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yes. Um, and he says uh, Victor is dead, and everything has a price. Basically saying, you know, something back to him from earlier. You know, right. everything does have a price. Right. And this is the price you're paying now for what you did. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> oh, man. And, and like, of all the, the carnage that we just witnessed, you know, like, somehow, obviously, because it's the, that's that's the whole point of the movie, Yosef gets Yosef gets away clean. Yes. You know, he manages to, to like, he's he's a really good escape artist. That That's one thing, that's one thing you gotta give yeah, up to. Yeah, he's a him. little slippery douche. Exactly. He, he knows how to get out of a jam. <laughs> that much he's got. Yes, he does. Um, and, you know, he, he gets out into a waiting, uh, you know, uh, getaway vehicle, and, you know, it, the hunt is on again. Yes. So, John Wick, I guess he goes back to the hotel to get sewed up by the doctor. Right. Because he got stabbed by Kirill. Yes. You know, with a, a champagne bottle. Yes. And, like, cut his abdomen open. It's pretty a good. Real, a really good, like, it was 
Yeah. yeah but the, man, the stab wound Foley in this movie, just like it's it's got this oh. like, oh, man. And, and when he's fighting Miss Perkins later, like she's punching him in the wound and it's oh. like blood is like <laughs> splashing out of it. That That is one that is one time where like my wife had never seen the movie. She's and got she, him in another you know, arm bar here. Like, I know. She's pulling a wrestling move. And it, this, this is the moment <laughs> where my wife was just like, you know, like it just turned away. She nope. had never seen the movie. Can't, she's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Nope. You know. Yeah. <laughs> What did she think about the dog stuff, by the way? I'm oh, sure she, she was, was done. She was super freaking pissed off, yeah. you know, and rightly so. And that's it, the only way to get you on the side of a man who has to kill 300 people. Yeah. Is to do that. I know. Like, yeah. it, it's it's a very effective thing. Yeah. It's a very effective method of like, you know, building sympathy for somebody. But I yeah. just wish they didn't have to go to yeah, these lengths, right. you know. And the, the next big thing we see is he goes to the church where... Vigo keeps all his money and documents and stuff, and he ends up burning it to the ground, which is awesome. I mean, when he walks in and you and the the, the priest says, you know, oh my son, so and so, you know, and he just guns him down. John Wick just pulls out an assault rifle and shoots him in the leg. Wow, because he knows this is bullshit. He and knows then he this takes out the three other dudes, right? Yeah, and then he makes the priest take him down and unlock the gate. He's like, Vigo will kill me, and he then he shoots another guy, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he unlocks the door for him. Yes. <laughs> burns all the money. And then he's watching from a rooftop and he sees Vigo show up and he kills the priest. You know, like, I can't believe he fucking did this. Right, right. Um, and John Wick tries to take out Vigo, but gets caught. He gets captured. Yeah. And instead of just shooting him while he's unconscious, they tie him to a chair and <laughs> give give an exposition. <laughs> You know, vi- the vil- ultimate villain mistake, the the, the talking villain it, it trope. I, I I can't believe it's lasted as long as it has. Yeah, he leaves the room <laughs> as John Wick is about to is like being beaten. He doesn't up. stay to watch. Just this is just stay there Dr. until evil it's level I, bullshit. I know, I know. There's a reason they lampoon this in Austin Powers, man. And, and I mean, like, an Austin Powers came out in 1997. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and and we were well aware of the trope before then. Yeah, but to have it be like just you know writ large like that, like hey, this is what goes on in these movies, and it's kind of bullshit. And now here we are, this many years later, and it's still happening, <laughs> and like so blatantly. Yeah, I mean, like, and 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 he like John Wick gets out of the jam like like just. I mean, it takes about five seconds after like Michael Nickvis walks out of this room. Yeah. where John Wick gets the upper hand on these three. So guys. what happens is. Um... Willem Dafoe has been kind of tailing him around town, not killing him. Yeah. Because he's, they're buddies. Yeah. The, yeah. He's kind of watching his back. And, it, um, and that, that's revealed like later on that they're yeah. like, cause he, he accepted the contract and he, he claimed, Oh, I'm going to kill. Yeah. yeah so we cold. don't know if he's really trying to kill right. him or not. Cause earlier he tries to shoot him while he's in bed, it's, but he misses. Yeah. And I think that was just kind of a warning shot to wake him up. Right. For, to, cause, cause Ms. Perkins cause was coming. Adrian Pralicki yeah. was, was coming in the yeah, room. And she was coming to fight. get him. Right. So, at this point, he actually does shoot one of the guards in the head with with his sniper rifle. Yes, and he, that's he, what kind of yep. lets John Wick escape. Right. Um, and he he does the like the barrel roll where he where he you know gets like because he's, he's handcuffed, he's able to get like his cuffs in front of him now. Yeah, and he's able to use now as a weapon. Yeah, and and this scene like we're trashing it, but I do like some things about it. I like when um, Vigo is saying things to him like, you know what, John, like. You and I were like the same, man. We're cursed. Like we're in this and we can't get out of it. Like right. we're cursed to live this life. Like God has cursed us both. Like because of your past misdeeds, he took your wife from you. Like want to piss him off more? Say that to him. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, and the, I've, I've been cursed with this idiot son and all this stuff. Like, we're the same. God hates us. And now we're being punished. I, I think it's a great scene. It's a great it's scene. It's a great performance, too. Like, yeah. he's excellent. Oh, yeah. And Michael Nickvist is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, and and he and yeah, the, the there's nothing wrong with the with the way the dialogue's written and the scene are performed. It's just it's it's the, it's the trope exactly. Yeah. It's the whole thing of like, yep. I mean, if he'd said all this and said, "John, I'll see you on the other side," <laughs> and he just gets out a pistol and just like shoots him right there once in the head, yeah, and it's done. Do what you did to Defoe. Yes, yes. Come on, um, just take him out right now. Yeah, like obviously the only way to to stop this rampage is by killing John Wick. I do like, so John Wick gets out of this and he chases down the car that Vigo's in and just stands in front of it with the shotgun blasting it. And when, when Vigo sees him there, he goes, shit. <laughs> like He's like, I cannot believe this. Yeah. Yeah. He's not surprised, but he's, he's surprised a little. He's like, I cannot believe Maybe he's mad at himself. He's got him. I, I hope he is because otherwise he's hard to admire. Yeah. You know, like you, you obviously, you really, really hose this up, dude. I, I mean, love it. He just yells, shit. Yes. It's, it's really funny. I mean, cause yeah, he's, he's speaking for every movie villain ever. Who's ever yeah. done this. Like, you yeah. know, and, and like no one has ever before instead of just go, Oh shit. You know? And so he gives up his son. Yeah. He's like, all right. You let me go, and I'll give you Yosef. Right. Yeah. He doesn't want to because he's his son, but this is the only way to move on. Right. So he tells him where his son is. He's playing Call of Duty in a warehouse, or, <laughs> or his friend is playing Call of Duty. It's the other dude, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's Champagne Boy. Uh-huh. He's playing that. Um, and John Wick sneaks in, steals a sniper rifle, and kills everybody. It's it's a really great way he does it because like there's like it's a it's a warehouse and. Um, He's in there. Yosef uh, is in there with his friend playing video games, and like there's there's guys. They, they've set it up just like before, where where it's like almost like a military operation. There, there's guys on the buildings like surrounding the yeah, warehouse, and, right. and they have you know sniper rifles. They're guarding themselves. the compound here, exactly, and they're they're communicating via walkie-talkie. John Wick silently kills one of the snipers, and then takes his walkie-talkie and like during the check-in, hey number three, you go good, yep, all clear, yeah. And God. then he That's awesome. Dude. It's so cool. He kills all the snipers and then kills uh like Gregory the, is his yes, name. Yes, the the video game guy. <laughs> so now it's just him and Yosef. And like um it's not the most satisfying death in It's movie. not. And I kind of like that actually. I I it's, it's refreshing. In, I know. in a movie with a lot of tropes in it that we've seen so far, this breaks the mold. Yeah. Like, it's like you don't get that catharsis, really, which I guess is good because is John Wick really feeling any catharsis from this? Maybe, maybe not. Because I mean, maybe he's cursed, just like he was told. Revenge yeah. is is a very I mean it, it doesn't satisfy you it it doesn't it doesn't bring back what you lost right and you're gonna feel just as empty as you did before only now it's worse because there's blood on your hands yep um and the 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 one thing I do like about it though I the one thing I love about really the whole movie is um there are no one liners yeah there's not John That's Wick true. does not do that he's not like. This is for my dog, blam, or well, bow wow, motherfucker. See that that that's like exactly. That. If he said yeah. this is for my dog, I could kind of accept that because that's just, yeah. that's not a joke. You know, yeah. he's just telling him this is why I'm killing you. He's not you. doing a John McClane, you know, or yeah, uh, an or Arnold. Really everything Arnold ever did. Yes. Every sentence Arnold has exactly. ever said. Stick around, you know. <laughs> that's you're a fired. Great one. 
you're fired. That's None a of good them one. are great. You and I will fight about this for, till forever. I mean, chill I, I, out is oh. a good one. Ice to see you. Ice is, to see is you. That, I don't even. What the, the dumbest one is not even a one-liner. Is <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. That's not even a joke. No, no. It's just dumb and ignorant <laughs> because that didn't kill the dinosaurs exactly, either. I know. Like it's like what? <laughs> it's inaccurate and unfunny. Um. Oh. <laughs> so we yeah. have you, Arnold, again. Right. Exactly. It's I co- love it's Arnold, coming. Man. I love him too. I just wish he. Would, I know. We. You know. With different techniques. Yeah. We rip on him all the time. Um, it's fine. So yeah. Uh, like John Wick says, consider that a divorce and shoots. Uh, you know, Yosef. Oh and, man. Uh, you know? Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> just like. <laughs> and I, I, I do like how it's over and done with. And yeah, there. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's no catharsis. It's just well, he's dead. You know, yeah. that's that. Yeah. That's it, man. Um, the the only I guess the only um kind of other piece of that is like before he gets shot yosef says it was just a fuck you know and he's about to say it's just a fucking dog Because throughout the movie a few people have said that like it was just a dog right it's just a fucking dog so he says it he he gets shot in the leg collapses and john wick walks up closer to him and he starts to say it was just a fucking and then blam right right in the head can't even finish the sentence right which i think that even adds to the they just unsatisfying end of this i know and it's perfect for it though i love it and it 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 goes against even like um i guess just normal characterization in storytelling like people need to change um at least the protagonist has to change but like the the villain doesn't and that that even right before like one second before his death um yosef still didn't get it Yep. He 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 just watched half the city get shot because of something right, he did yeah. <laughs> and he's still he's still saying it was just a dog, you yeah. know. Dude. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's dead. That's same here. The world is better dog off. Dog killers always have to die. That, um, that has to be true. Yes, at least in the movies. Uh it doesn't happen in real life unfortunately, no, but that's yeah. True. Uh here we are. God. <laughs> so we this feels like the end of the movie. Like this has been the objective the whole time. Right. And, we do get a little more, though, because Vigo finds out that uh, Willem Dafoe has been helping John Wick. Right. And because of this, he had plenty of opportunities to kill John Wick, but he hasn't. Um, and that's why Yosef is now dead. Because yeah. he's let him survive. Yep. So he takes out his anger on Willem Dafoe. Marcus is his name, I right. think. Right. It's Marcus, yes, um, and and it's a really brutal scene of like, and this is where they use Ooh, like yeah. the real blood, like or not uh, not CGI blood, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just caro syrup all over Willem Dafoe's oh, face, man. and uh, and at one point, like like Vigo just like very slowly stabs him in the quadricep. Yeah, he, oh, just puts that knife into his leg. Oof, oh, man, baby. It just like it looks just really slowly painful. puts it in. Yeah, it's not just a quick whoop, bam, and right, done. Right, it's slowly putting that through that meat man. <laughs> God. God, it's it makes you wince it's brutal the, the movie doesn't shy away from this kind of stuff yeah i know like like it's it's so weird when i when I, I remember when i was growing up watching like action movies and and for for stuff like this that was like the it was the implied violence i mean yeah. you saw a lot of blood flying and everything like that but it was always just someone getting shot right yeah um when it was something like this they would always cut away even in horror movies, a lot of times they would cut away from yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. Now, no, you just show the whole thing. Yep. Um, oh, man. For better and worse. And the whole franchise know? has a few of these things. Yeah. And I know in the second one, there's that an eyeball uh, stab, which is pretty yes. brutal. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, so because of this, Willem Dafoe dies. 
Um, Not without taking out a couple guys before he goes, though. Yes. Which is cool. He has one last effort to, like, you know... Yep. He knows he's not escaping, but he's going to, like, take these guys to hell with him. And this is where Vigo just does what he should have done with John Wick. He fucking shoots him. He puts, like, a whole clip into him, basically. He stops at one point and looks at him and then... Does another like, five bullets. He's been dead yeah. for a good ten seconds, and he just <laughs> empties the clip to make sure. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Uh, you should have done this to John Wick. I mean, and he could have. He could have done the whole scene. Could have been done with him and John Wick because John Wick was tied to the chair. He could have like roughed him up for a long time, yeah. given him that that I was about horrific to say, stab it's the wound. Same situation, yeah. except he decides to just leave. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have an appointment with nothing. No, we haven't said anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I guess in that way you could say he learned his lesson. Yeah, um, he learned his lesson. He, he so didn't do it a second time. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. He, he but finished Defoe the job. Still, like, gets loose. <laughs> like, come he did. On. No, he did get Learn loose. Your lesson. Well, okay, you're right about that. Yeah, he, he he did like let his guard down for just a second, but at least at least he didn't leave the room. That's true. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was there to take care of business. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but now it's down to like um like between the guys Defoe killed and the guys that John Wick killed who are in this now scenario it's down to like Dean Winters and uh and Vigo yeah and uh you know they're they're gonna go get the hel- they're gonna go get in the helicopter and I guess escape somewhere yeah right um, they're gonna get out of here yeah so John Wick can't find them right which he would and he <laughs> tracks them down really easily he will dark knight the shit out of you of course he exactly and he's, yeah. he's just not gonna stop he's like the t-1000 yeah you know it yeah. just he has a singular will to to okay that that's the target i must kill them yes you know? um so john wick follows them to the helipad in his car i don't know what his new car is some, i think it's like a charger yeah he's some nice ass cars in yes this, man mm-hmm. but He's chasing them. Vigo's a little drunk in his car because yes. how else can he deal with this shit right now? I'm, I don't blame him at all. I He's know. like having a nice drink in you know the back seat. Of all the times, it's yeah. okay to like take a drink. Yeah, this is it. You know. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Like throughout the movie, every time someone's talking to someone, they all pour a drink for each other, and I'm thinking. Everyone in this world must be constantly drunk. I mean, they, they all have like amazing <laughs> so, tolerances. Yeah, I yeah, mean, like right. drinking hard liquor like that. I mean, just like a, a bottle of walking vodka yeah, like that you the, have with you. Have you? Do you do that with everyone who shows up? Like the mailman comes in here, have a drink. Just, <laughs> man, yes, I've I've kind of felt that way about like just like cinema in general. Like yeah. you know, it, people are always like like walking over to the to the the wet bar that they have in their house. Yeah, and right. and pouring themselves a nice stiff drink. Yep. Three, three fingers of whiskey. And yep. it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I got to work myself up into some of these drinks. And they just do it casually. Exactly, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I keep picturing, like, Alfred Molina in Boogie Nights. Oh, man. Like, in that exactly. robe. And yes. Oh, man. Yes, yes. You know, that's the bar I would like to hang out at. Whew. Like, I don't, like, the craziness, take that out. But, yeah. like, just the vibe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, w- w- especially with that rock wall that's behind yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Like, really colorful. And the mixtapes he's playing. H- yeah, his oh, awesome mixtape. Awesome mix number six, I believe, is, is this one. You <laughs> <Yes>. know? Yes. <laughs> uh, but, um, anyway, so John Wick starts ramming these cars off the road and into poles and things and right. like, taking everyone down. And it's awesome because, um, Oh, what's his name? The agent of mayhem guy. Oh, Dean Winters. Dean Winters. Yeah. yeah. Dean Winters is freaking out the whole time. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck. He's here. <laughs> and Vigo is laughing. Cause he's like, of course, of course this is happening. I, he's I, like, just like, yeah. What else? 
should I think? Like this is going to happen. I love that. I love that characterization of yeah. Vigo. He's laughing maniacally at the at the situation. He's just yeah. like, well, what? He's like throwing his hands up. Like, what can I do? Like, what else? What should I have expected? Right. Yeah. I, I didn't kill him, so he's still here, and yeah. he's going to. He's going to. And one of us is going to die. Yeah. You know. So yeah. But this is all all I got. And Dean Winters is like, like asking, like, does anyone have a gun? How does he not have a gun? By the way, because he's. I, I he looked like it the up. lawyer or he's something? the lawyer okay like he's not even on the muscle end of the family he's just always around and that's yeah. why he's not armed okay well dude you gotta have a gun you gotta have a gun if you're if you're a lawyer and your main client is the head of the Russian mafia <laughs> and you have witnessed like brutality like like it happens in front of you yeah you probably do have to have like just get yourself a private uh, private investigator's license and arm yourself well when he's beating up Yosef earlier Dean Winters is like should I leave like I wonder if he's trying to protect some kind of confidentiality it's possible. or something yeah like, I yeah don't know. yeah I don't know and Vigo like just kind of like hands him a gun yes like casually <laughs> And then, like, he's pulling it away from him. He's like, you know, it's a dollar like, on a fishing I know, string. exactly, like, yeah. dude. Yep. Like, playing with him. Like, dude, this ain't going to do shit for you. What the fuck are you <laughs> thinking? This ain't going to work. And it doesn't. It, it so doesn't. doesn't. He gets sideswiped, I man. mean, it's just like, he he, fi- he fires a shot at John Wick, and he, he almost hits him. He one bullet and yes. then laughs and looks at the gun like he's cool. Right. What the heck? Because he's... he's He's not an outlaw. He's he's, he's a not. lawyer. Um, he's he's probably never fired a gun before. Right. Mm-hmm. His death was set up in some ways by uh, by Vigo. By Vigo, he set it up. He, he pretty much sacrifices him so that he can get the drop on on John. Wick. It was smart. Yeah, really uh, good move. Because then Vigo comes in. He's driving the car now, and he's using uh, him as a distraction. Right. So he he sideswipes uh, Keanu while he's driving his car, and he's going to push him off a cliff. Yep. And he jumps out of the car at the last second. Um, <laughs> and then they do a fist fight. Are, are, are they out of ammo? I don't think so. Why do they do a fist fight other than just because it's the movie? Vigo, I guess, has pride of some reason. He's like, all right, we're going to do this without guns, without bullets. Let's do it. It reminded me it, the, the awkwardness of it and the, the sort of you know, clunkiness of the dialogue that mm-hmm. precedes it reminded me a lot of... Uh, Attack of the Clones. Um, <laughs> like when you're going to face off with Count Dooku? Count Dooku yeah. in that scene <laughs> yes. said, says to Yoda, I think that we should solve this with our lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. Like he just fully says what's about to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it, it was completely <laughs> unnecessary. I mean, like we've seen an action movie or two. Right. We know that it's all culminating in this. This is what always happens. The villain has to fight hand to hand with the protagonist. There's no need for any dialogue. We've got to fight Gary Busey in the front yard. It's got to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so they fight, and a knife comes out, and Keanu stabs himself with it so he can obtain it for himself. Something like that. It's kind of dumb, if you ask me. Okay. I didn't realize he stabbed himself. Well, like, he's po- Vigo's pointing the knife at him. Keanu's grabbed his hand. Oh, you're right. Yes, that's and right. And instead of, like, trying to, like, wiggle it out of his grasp or something, he yeah. just kind of lets it impale him where the champagne bottle had impaled yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's already wounded there, so it's, like, not going to do much more damage. That's but, some specious logic. Look, if you've already been wounded there, it's, it's, it's going to be really bad now. I, I They don't explain it. They just He just kind of lets it go in there, and then he's able to get it out of his hand. Yeah. Which... 
we already know at this point he could just like look him in the eye and take it from his oh, that's, hand. That's like, true. Yeah. Like that's how skilled this guy is. Like I, it's dumb if you ask me that he stabs himself. And how does the or knife just, end even up if he in... doesn't stab himself? And Vigo actually is the one stabbing him. That's still stupid. Like why he could have stopped him. If um if Vigo is capable of of like generating offense against John Wick, um I understand why he was fearful of John Wick's, you know, like abilities but if he's like as, as formidable as he looks in this fight yeah then he you know I, I don't know why he was quite so scared to begin with yeah you know i mean and it's not like a super long fight either no john wick now he has the knife and he stabs vigo right in the neck basically and that's okay it. that's what i was about to ask yeah. i couldn't remember how it ended up in vigo in vigo's yeah. neck yeah because now john wick has possession and he does some move and then gets him in like up in the shoulder blade, like, neck area. It's a weird Ooh. thing. Like, you said stab in the neck, but it's like, yeah, he stabs him in the trapezius. It's like a 45-degree angle, too. It's like, it, that would be, like, like yeah. really painful, and it would take you a long time to die. Yeah. So you'd so. just be sitting there with a knife wound for hours and hours, <laughs> thinking about pondering life. Yeah, and that's it. He he sits down, and he, he's going to die. Right. And then John Wick walks off, and now it bookends with the intro to the movie, you know, the opening where he stumbles out of this broken-up car and... Falls on the ground bleeding. Right. Um, and we pick up right there. And his wife on the phone says, like, wake up, John, or something like that. Yeah. Or, oh, it's come on, John. Let's go home. I actually wrote it down. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, so he gets up on his feet now and just so happens to be outside of a veterinarian office. So he breaks in and patches himself up and finds a dog that's going to be euthanized. It's like cute little pit bull. Yes. And takes him with him. And the final shot is him walking down the street with this new dog. So how how do you end a movie perfectly, folks? You add a brand new dog. Oh, make everyone happy I again. I mean, you know, yeah. a cute little puppy dog. It's a it's a it's an adorable pit bull. Yeah. Um. My my only my only gripes about this is that there were other dogs that that needed homes in that oh, shelter. Yeah. Well, maybe you know? they didn't because if you look on the kennel, it does say like euthanize or something oh, like labeled okay, on it. Okay. So I didn't see any other cages that said that. Okay. Maybe that's an oversight on the filmmakers, but that dog in particular was going to get put down, Got so it. he saved it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. It's also weird, too, because like it, it probably is an actor dog, obviously, but it um, this is a, uh, a really good actor dog, because like when she when when he's walking her down the street, mm-hmm. like she's not behaving really. Like yeah. she, she's like trying to sniff stuff and, and like kind of pulling him a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Like this a is like, real dog. Yeah, like a real dog. <laughs> Did they just get some? Was this like Chad Stahelski's dog? Maybe. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did we skip anything you want to talk about? I think we were pretty thorough. Yeah, I think we were pretty thorough. Um, I, I there there well, there was one thing I definitely wanted to touch. Oh yeah. On. Um, in the scene where uh where Willem Dafoe is getting roughed up. You can't hear any of the dialogue because the Marilyn Manson is turned up so fucking high. Oh, man. And I just was sitting there going, oh, my God, turn this stuff down. You know, like, or figure out a way to mix it better. Yeah. Because this is really, really bad. Like, and maybe maybe the dialogue wasn't all that important because I knew what the context was and you're getting the gist of what's being, you know, discussed. Yeah. But it's like, you still need to be able to hear the words. Yeah. And when you just hear, you know, like, like that just constant din and and it's just like, dude, okay, figure something else out. But yeah, that was my only... I think it was a stylistic choice. It was, And that song actually is really good for the movie, I think. Killing Strangers... It, uh, by it is good. Manson. It, yeah, it, it's it fits really the suitable. Right. Um, and they use it a lot. And they use it in like the score, I think, too, actually, like the motifs from it. Right. Um, but yeah, 
awesome. Like, um, yeah. yeah, it was cool. And and there was a, the other thing. I, I also really liked Miss Perkins' death. Yeah. The, the way the the like Ian McShane comes in and like just tells her, you know, you you spilled blood on the on the continental grounds, and and you you have you to you have to pay for, exactly. Yeah. You have to pay for it. Um, and just those four guys come out of the shadows and just and just gun her down without a word. Yep. You know. And then the cleaning crew shows up again. Yes. Oh, it's so cool. I like that. <laughs> and David Patrick Kelly as as Charlie, the cleaning guy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just watched The Warriors maybe like two months ago. Okay. And yeah. so to just see, I, I love seeing him at all, you know, in anything. But He's I, got that little hat. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes, exactly. Just, I, I like to pretend that that is Luther. That, that it's just him. You know, he, he it made it. probably is. Like, like, it could be a shared universe Exactly. For real. Like, the riffs didn't kill Luther at the end. Uh, and he somehow made it out and, beca- and like, he, he turned his life around. Yeah. Now he has an honorable profession of cleaning up. Yeah, he cleans up the carnage now exactly. and it's a New York. It. Exactly. Yeah. And it's in New York. So, yeah, it fits. I think this is a shared universe. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. confirmed, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, oh dude, yeah. So, all right, would you recommend the movie? <laughs> yes, I would definitely recommend the film. Um, and and it's it's like I said before, like uh, modern action movies. Uh, you know, like this one, it's it, it. You know, it took a long time for they're just like a stunt man to become a director. You know, just okay. Well, I'll make my own films. Yeah. You know, and Chad Stahelski really knows his craft. So yeah, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, the the movie's pretty awesome. It has its flaws for sure. Yeah. We've mentioned them, but I mean, it's just so cool and stylish, and the fighting is awesome. Yeah. Like it's a whole new way of fighting. Like it, it revolutionized the. The contemporary action film. As a physical spectacle, yeah. yeah. Like, there's few better. In a world of, like, Marvel garbage, oh like, filling God. up the screen, just, like, eye-irritating candy. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, this I know. is really... It's it's a counteract to that. Like, right. It's, it's something else. It's awesome. So, total recommend, for sure. Yep. Um, so, that wraps it up. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. Gets more dudes listening to the dudes, and you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yes, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, look for Dudes on Movies, and our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com. That's right. And we have a question of the week. Dave, what is the question? Uh, what are your favorite movies about idiot sons? Yes, we've done quite a few recently. Right. So call into the voicemail 628-400-DUDE. That's 628-400-3833. And let us know your answers. And stay tuned next week when we do 1985's Witness, directed by Peter Weir and starring Harrison Ford. So until next week, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave. And we'll see you next time.